you are not abiding by the settlement agreement. I'm calling my lawyer tomorrow and we're going back to court. So the question is, how realistic is that? Hey, hey, welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. My name is Rob Roseman. On this show, we talk about everything divorce, whether you're thinking about divorce, going through it, or figuring out life after. Divorce, co-parenting, dating, we cover it all and break it into short clips so it's easy for you to find and learn from. If you want more help, head on over to WTFDivorce.com. Thanks for listening. On to today's show. Real quick, let's talk about today's sponsor. The WTF Divorce Podcast is sponsored by Our Family Wizard. If you're a co-parent, you know how frustrating it can be constantly going back and forth with your ex about the kids, schedule, and expenses. Our Family Wizard helps keep everything organized in one app, making co-parenting communication less stressful. More about how Our Family Wizard can help in a few minutes, but now on to today's show. Welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. Today we are lucky to be joined by Jenny Shane. Jenny is a divorce coach in Florida, but she works with people all over the world. Thanks for being here, Jenny. Thanks for having me, Rob. I'm so excited to finally be on this amazing podcast of yours. Yes. Well, we get a lot of our content from uh, coaches like you on Instagram. You're like prolific in putting out. What I like about it is you're putting out real life situations that people are going through. So I thought this would be a good platform to just dive right into those. And you can talk about stories that you have with your clients, because I know a lot of people listening are nodding their heads saying, oh, my God, I'm going through that, too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, the good plug for you, too, is that a lot of my content I get from your account as well, because this is like a reciprocal relationship, right? I come up with content, but a lot of my content is also generated from my clients, from other people who are going through similar situations. And really, there's common threads among a lot of people who are in divorce, post-divorce or in that world. Um, so it's a great partnership because... I come up with content, but I also take from what I, I hear from your followers, which is super helpful. Yes, I, and I appreciate that. I think a lot of it is like people don't necessarily know that they're having a problem. They don't know what normal is, so mm. they need to see somebody else express it and say, I'm going through that too, because in their little echo chamber where it's just you and your co-parent, you have no idea if this behavior is normal, sure. if this is toxic, like where is the line? Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it. Yeah, I know you work it. with uh, a lot of clients that are in, in the divorce process and after, uh, I saw this on your Instagram and it's a question we get a lot. What do you do if your ex soon to be ex is threatening to punish you legally in the divorce process? Sure. So that concept is something that is so common among people who are in that, that phase of like sort of a recent divorce. Because the further you are from a divorce, things do settle down. And I know for many people, it's hard to understand that or believe it. But the truth is, as time goes by, your relationship with your now ex does evolve and change. And overall, it does tend to settle a bit, right? You get into a new rhythm. But in that immediate divorce and soon after, you know, probably for up to a one to two years after, you're, you're learning by fire, right? You're just like figuring it out as you go. And a lot of times what happens is you don't know what's right and what's wrong. And the only quote rule book you have is your settlement agreement and your parenting plan. That is where your 
rules of engagement come from. And one, one X tends to um, use it as almost like a threat that when one parent is not doing what they think needs to be happening, that it's a threat of, well, I'm going to take you back to court because you're not abiding by the rules of our engagement, of our, I'm sorry, of our settlement document. So a small example could be, let's say um, in the, the divorce agreement, they say that they are gonna transfer tangible goods from the marital home, like furniture or photo albums or sentimental pieces from the marriage, right? And you may have put in their language that you have 90 days to make those transfers, right? Well, we know that right after divorce is super crazy time. Maybe you're just moving out of the marital home. Maybe you already have, and you're trying to get reestablished elsewhere. And there's bigger things to tackle than getting your furniture or taking out the photo albums and giving those to your ex that you agreed to divide up. So sometimes things fall through the cracks, on, not on purpose. And one ex might be holding on to those sentimental things and if not receiving them within the 90 days gets upset and then will say you are not abiding by the settlement agreement i'm calling my lawyer tomorrow and we're going back to court so the question is how realistic is that right i'm an attorney and a family mediator i've drafted tons of settlement documents i've helped people in the past understand what these documents mean and how you can use them for enforcement. The truth is the legal system moves slow. And things like this, not, not transferring tangible items is not that important to a judge. And yes, they matter to the couple, now ex-couple, but they're not at the top of a priority list. So if an ex is threatening you with something, which really, as we know, is not that important, you're not getting dragged to court tomorrow. It's just not happening. If you call it a judge to make that motion hearing, it's not happening. Your attorney is going to tell you to figure it out, your prior attorney. Things like that are not useful threats. Threats that you should be concerned are things that really matter, like transferring title um, and deed to the, home, the marital home to the other party, um, closing bank accounts, closing credit cards. Those things matter. And those are the things where if you are not abiding by that, you should really get on it as soon as possible. Well, what does that look like? Uh, I'm not going to do this. You said you were going to do this. We hang up the phone angry. Is my next call, call my lawyer, and all of a sudden I start running up a bill and we've got to handle that? Or is there like a, a, a plan that you give a lot of your clients mm -hmm. or people that are not working with a divorce coach yet? What sure. would you tell somebody that has that moment of like, I don't know what to do? Panic, but, right? Yeah. Panic and fear, because they're now they're so scared they're going back to court, which is the last place they want to go. So the one thing that I tell everybody, whether you're a client of mine or not, is that your settlement agreement, your parenting plan, are two super important documents that you need to memorize. You need to know it forwards and backwards. If you don't understand the language that's in there, and a lot of it is legalese, it's confusing, even sometimes for a lawyer reading it, you're like, huh? And you got to reread it a couple times. If you don't understand it, then how can you abide by it and try to avoid those pitfalls after divorce, right? So my biggest piece of advice to everyone post-divorce is read your document thoroughly. If you don't understand even one little bit of it, you need to contact someone to get help. A divorce coach most likely is qualified to understand it. Not all of them, 
but definitely a, a divorce coach like myself who has the legal background, the family mediation background, I understand these things. So for me in my practice, I work with my clients on reading it. They'll send me their entire 40 page document. I'll read it before a session and we'll go through it together. And I'll say, what don't you understand? And they'll say, well, I'm not really sure about the health insurance stuff, or I don't really understand for parenting plan. Um, I need to, I get two weeks in the summer, but how does that affect his time sharing? Do I have to give him notice? And if I give him notice, but he doesn't respond, is it still okay to book my, my airline tickets? Those things are really important to people. And if you don't understand how your parenting plan reads, how can you move forward in life? You won't, you're gonna question every step. So you must get support if you can't understand what your documents mean. What about the person that says, Jenny, I understand exactly what this means. I've studied it. He or she is not abiding by it. What do I do? You're telling me don't go run and take this to the court because they won't care. But mm -hmm. like he's, he or she is almost intentionally just dragging this out to trigger me or to push back. So what can I do? What's your recourse, right? So obviously your first recourse is always, you can go back to court. That's why motions to enforce exist. They are there if your ex is not doing what is required and contracted, that's your legal recourse to go back to court with or without an attorney. You don't always have to hire an attorney. Obviously an attorney can do things more efficiently and maybe in one shot, right? Not multiple repeats to the courthouse. But just because something is not happening, like closing credit cards, doesn't mean that all of a sudden you are given this golden ticket to go back to court and get it done. So what happens is if you are seeing a pattern of from your ex not doing the things that are required and contracted, start documenting, start making lists. And then not only do you make your list of what is not happening, but you need to go back to your settlement agreement. This circles back to the last question, right? And go to the provision that says that's what needed to happen. And how is your ex now in violation of that? It's now been 120 days and they haven't closed your credit cards. Okay, that's a real legit problem, right? Because now there is potential fallout for you if something happens, like maybe they run up the credit cards, they can't pay it, and now it affects your credit score. But it's not yours technically because it was divided. Well, it's still your problem mm -hmm. because the, the card never got closed, mm -hmm. right? So start documenting every single thing, making lists. When you feel like you have a pretty good sufficient list of things that are not happening, then you really say, okay, I think it's time to consider that motion for enforcement. Mm -hmm. But you, you cannot go back for one thing at, you can't piecemeal this. Mm -hmm. And then another month goes by and then you go, no, create right. a list. You want really good ammunition to be able to go in front of a judge and say, all of these things are not getting completed and are contracted. I need help. Tell people where they can yeah. find you, how they can connect with you, Jenny. Sure, great. So I'm all over Instagram, as you said. My account is at Family Talk with Jenny. Um, you can connect with me there. You can comment on any of my posts. Uh, my email is Jenny at divorceinpeacemediation.com. There's a link on my website to get in touch with me also. So there's many ways you can reach out to me. Um, 
I also just wanted to do a quick little plug. I have a really amazing, I'm calling it Love Yourself First pre-Valentine's Day flash sale that I'm running now. I know that this is being aired after that. So I want to let your listeners know, once this is aired, you have 48 hours to still message me um, flash sale, and I will honor that promotion since this is being aired after. Um, So get in. It's an amazing deal to work with me at a much more um, lower price point. And the cool thing I find is that a lot of people that come to me, they just love the support that I offer. So they wind up coming back for more because some people need temporary help and some people need the support more long term because they can foresee that it's not just going to end after, let's say, four sessions of working together. We'll get you a really great head start and on the road to post-divorce thriving life, but support doesn't necessarily have to end there. And if you can foresee that the hand-holding is so helpful, it can keep going, right? So every client I work with is different. Um, But check me out. I'd love to give feedback. I definitely speak with people for free. Um, for a first consultation, just to kind of see where we're at, how I can help you. So check me out. Yes, family talk with Jenny on Instagram. Check out her website. I think the ex- the accessibility is the most valuable piece. I yeah, think because people want somebody to see them and hear them. So thank you so much for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for having oh. me. This has been fun. I love being a part of your community. So thank you. The WTF Divorce Podcast is sponsored by Our Family Wizard. If you're a co-parent, you know how frustrating it can be, constantly going back and forth with your ex about the kids, schedules, and expenses. Our Family Wizard helps keep everything organized in one app, making co-parenting communication less stressful. Here's Rachel to explain how Our Family Wizard changed her co-parenting life. Right after I filed for divorce, the texts and all the communicating with my ex became super stressful. Every text, every call, every time I scheduled an appointment, it was just emotionally draining. My attorney suggested using the Our Family Wizard app, and it completely saved my sanity. The constant texting stopped because all the communication moved into the app, so I could check it when I was ready to respond. And for me, I really actually needed OFW. Um, I gave my lawyer some clear documentation of, um, let's say, ridiculous disputes, and I didn't have to email him hundreds of screenshots anymore. He could see it in the app. I tell all my friends also struggling with co-parenting about OFW, and everyone who tries it says it's a game changer for them too. Join more than one million parents and family law professionals who trust Our Family Wizard. Go to www.ourfamilywizard.com to get started today. That's www.ourfamilywizard.com.